What was that? That was me scraping a chair. Um, so I'd like to welcome, on this bonus edition of the Unintentional Podcast, uh, my third-born son, Ooh. Miles Frank Shaw. Hello. How are you, Mr. M? Am I going to see your face as well, or you're not going to show me uh, that? If you're lucky. If I'm lucky. I mean, I've seen it before, obviously. But it's good when you talk to people. Sometimes it's nice to see their face. Don't have to. So, Miles, uh, you started a SoundCloud page recently, I understand. I did, I did, yeah. Um, have you got anything, up, anything put up there yet? Uh, I made a remix of a song that I put up oh, today. Oh, wow, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I, post, um, I posted that today. Posted that today? I'll have a little listen after this thing. kind of really want to get into making some music don't you yeah that's i think where your head's at probably you've been learning the drums for a couple of years quite a few years now and you've been working on a bit of software called band lab is that right uh band lab yeah okay and uh you're using a bit of garage band too have you uh not that much not but that much, I, but... I did quite a bit okay any particular style you think you might be going for or are you just sort of finding your feet and seeing what you like and what works uh sort of like a rap i guess yeah okay but i'm not i'm sort of finding finding uh, Quite often with these things, we like a certain kind of music, but when we start writing music, it often becomes something else entirely, and that's our own signature sound then. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that can happen a lot. And we use the things we like to influence us, but then we actually create something new. Yeah. Have you got an artist's name or are you still thinking about it? Well, right now my SoundCloud account is uh, Rapto. R-A-C-R-A-C-T-O. Rapto. Great. Was that just something you came up with or does it stand for something? I just came up with it really. Right. Doesn't really have a meaning. Right, fair enough. Good to hear to hear yeah do you want to like talk about some songs that we both like yeah or talk about songs that you like if you like about songs we both like we've both been listening to a lot of the beastie boys recently haven't we yeah we have um 
Probably one of my favourite one of the tracks is probably I'm just gonna have to go with the simple one, Triple Trouble. Kicking lyrics right through your brain when you hear this saying to be right as rain. Alright. If you, if you wanna know the real deal about the three, we're gonna take it with triple trouble, y'all. We're gonna bring you up to speed. Check it out. Cause I'm a specializer, but I'm revisor. Ain't selling out to advertisers. What you get is what you see. Come on, you see me in the advertising. What do you like about that so much then? It's just like it's got a good flow and you okay. can like you can hear what they're saying. They're not really like mumbling i guess yeah they've got their own kind of unique way of rapping haven't they of kind of they've got a quite a unique voice yeah mm. sort of white posh new york yeah kind of accent and we watched that documentary a bit didn't we, we haven't finished it we watched half it i think didn't we yeah pretty interesting guys Mm. think about they started off as a joke and then the joke got taken too seriously so then they became serious to counteract the joke yeah they took the mickey out of a load of frat boys <laughs> yep and then a load of frat boys thought they were amazing and then they got into other styles yes there were a couple of good tracks on that first record though i think yeah I really like Slow and Low. Do you know that one? Uh, I don't think so, no. Oh, that's very good. It's very good. Um, that was always my favourite, I think. What's your favourite album from Beastie Boys? Well, the one that I listen to the most is probably the one with Sabotage on it. I think the album's called Sabotage, isn't it, actually? Sure shot. Um, it's got sure shot on it as well i can't remember where the album's called yeah me neither the album is called uh ill communication yeah yeah, yeah that one but the other one that i like i've not listened to before i really liked was uh suddenly got into recently is the is the there's a bunch i don't know you see uh check your head i didn't know i quite like that one actually check your head yeah mm. my favorite album is uh to the five boroughs yeah this is one of one of the only ones i've actually heard so yeah well they're all up there on the spot I, I also quite like um the song by beastie boys an open letter to New York City. Yeah. That one's good. Because that's obviously where they're from and that's where they've stayed. Yeah. They're very, very kind of New York. And when they started, uh, or most hip hop came out of the East Coast of America, which is where New York is. And then West Coast hip hop was a whole different thing that arrived a little later. Yeah. Like Dre and Snoop Dogg and all that sort of thing. That's all West Coast. Yes. Um, what's, 
What's one of your favourite songs that aren't from the Beastie Boys? Uh, one of my favourite songs were All Over from Anyone in the World. Yeah. Crikey. That's a big question. Uh, so I've listened to a lot of music in my time, and you find that when you're a certain age, something's amazing. When you're a bit older, something else is amazing. And when you're a bit older again, something else is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so it's a bit hard, but I've definitely got some favourites. There's some Tom Waits that I really, really, really love. And that never goes away. There's a Tom Waits song called Kentucky Avenue that I absolutely love. Yeah. Stay with me for a long time, I think. And then I also listened to a lot of techno and that kind of thing when I was younger, so there's a lot of that I like too. Um, in a minute, I'm just getting into quite a lot of classical music, so i really liking Schubert and Borjak and that kind of thing at the minute. Yeah. But once you get into music, the thing about music is there's so much of it, you never reach the end. There's always more to listen to. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, always more to listen to, more to discover, old music, new music. At the minute, I'm going back in time by about 200, 300 years because it's all new to me. But obviously, there's lots of new music coming out. It's also new to me and you. And your mm. friend Miles went to see Little Sims play, didn't he, yesterday, I think? Yeah. Which is uh, a different kind of hip-hop again, isn't it? Yes. I've never actually uh, listened to them. It's a her, I think it's a she. and uh, is it? Yeah. UK female-led hip-hop. All right. Um, and then we went to see your friend uh, Idris yesterday, didn't we? And his dad Imran, he was talking about hip-hop because he grew up listening to a lot of hip-hop. He grew up in St Paul's. Do you know St Paul's? It's an area in Bristol. Yeah. Where a lot of Bristol hip-hop and what became known as the Bristol Sound, which is loosely based on hip-hop, became a thing called trip-hop, where that all came from. Mm. So he, he knows his onions there as well. He's a good guy to talk to about that kind of thing. Yeah. So when you're making hip-hop, do you think you're more making beats and putting samples together, or do you think you're more of the kind of rapping vibe, or both? Uh, both. I'm both, not... Yeah. The rapping isn't really, like... I'm not, like, good at it, so... Well, it, the thing about being a good rapper is you just got to, you know, it's like anything else, you just got to keep doing it, and you just get better and better. Yeah, you've got a good your ability to me remember lyrics is good, and you've got a really solid understanding of rhythm, which is a rapper you need, as well as a guy who makes the beats or a girl who makes the beats. And also, um, I'm not that good at making beats either, so I just right now I just make remixes of songs and okay, then post. Place to start, yeah, definitely. It's a good place to start. Maybe and, we could play the remix that I made on this on the podcast. Well, we can do that absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we'll let, we can edit, when we edit it, you can send me the song. I can put it in the audio. We can play a little bit now. 
and we play a little bit at the end. Yeah. Something like that. Um, we could put a bit of Beastie Boys in there as well, hopefully. Uh, yeah. That kind of thing, if you like. So when you go to secondary school, yeah. I think you're going to do like, because they've got great music rooms there, haven't they, with computers with garage band and stuff on it. you think you'll get into a bit of that? Um, yeah, probably. I reckon you might. They've got quite a lot of that sort of thing. Um, and they've got music rooms as well with drums and stuff in it, stuff like that, that you can just book yourself in and go and play. No one can hear you play. It's all soundproofed. Yeah. Probably what I'm going to do. Um, and your older brother never really did any of those things, but I would recommend it if you're interested. Yeah. Are you going to post this on your Spotify and SoundCloud? Yeah, I'm going to put it up once we've edited it. Yeah, would I be able to put it up on mine? Yeah, you can just repost it from mine if you like, or you can put it up on yours and I'll repost it off yours. doesn't matter. Put it up on yours if you like, then I'll repost it. Yeah. Or, well, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to talk about? Um... Well, you we could talk about like, well, you, maybe you could talk about um, what type of music you used to listen to when you were a kid. And we can. When I was your age, um, it was obviously a very different world. No internet, no mobile phones, no YouTubes. Yeah. A couple of radio stations and a couple of TV channels. That was all there was. Yeah your age about that um elvis presley died have you heard of elvis presley i have yeah he died and so i'd never heard of him but in the same way you all got into michael jackson after michael jackson died i got into elvis presley after elvis presley died because all the tv channels and radio stations were just playing as elvis and i really liked it yeah elvis was one of the early um proponents of a thing called rock and roll which is kind of where this all started and yeah. um that then getting into elvis got me into other rock and roll like gene vincent and stuff like that and then i got into the beatles for a bit and then i got into the stones for a bit well for yeah. a long time i'm still into the rolling stones really and then i got into 60s music like uh woodstock festival I got a sort of Jimi Hendrix and sort of psych rock and freak rock. Yeah. Um, and then the big thing for me was that I then got into prog rock, which is rock music, but the songs are very long and quite complicated. When? How how old were you? And so by then I was probably sixteen. How old were you when you started DJing? No, I was a lot older because I then had a prog rock period that lasted quite a few years. And then I started getting into all sorts of things. The thing about the 1980s was that most of the music we listen to still was invented in the 1980s. So every six months was a new kind of music and I just listened to all of it. 
I listened to mm-hmm. indie and I listened to hip hop and I listened to electro and uh, I started getting into jazz. I started listening to some classical stuff. Um, I got into hair metal. I got into all sorts of things. And then in 1980, probably 88 or 89, uh, something happened in Britain, which was called the Dance Music Explosion. So Acid House, it was called. And Acid House was all the DJ-led stuff, and they were all playing house music and techno. And then I really got into that. And then I, that was probably, if that was 1991, shall we say, or 1990. And that's the music I was putting out then, because I had a band and we were putting out house music singles. And I was probably 24. Mm-hmm. Then... I started putting on parties, but I didn't start DJing until 1994. So I was already 28. Hmm. I imagined you to be like 27. Oh, right. Okay. Well, you were pretty close. Obviously, DJing then was very different because um, it was all on records. Um, But I started DJing about 94. And then I started working at Lakota, which is a big club in St. Paul's. And then I became a resident DJ there and then I DJed solidly until I stopped in 2000 and I don't know let's say three or four 2003 2004 um because I didn't want to be a DJ anymore I wanted to settle down and start a family it's very hard to settle down and start a family when you're a DJ because you're always away that's why I stopped when did he start managing people? Before then, so I knew I could just stop DJing and move into management full time. So we started managing people in Steve, my business partner, and I in 1999. Who was the first person that you managed? The first person we managed was a German DJ called Timo Maas, who became very successful. Who was your most successful person who you managed? Like, either at, either at the time or like... Well, at the time, it was Timo Maas, definitely. We had is, a lot of really, really big hits with him. Is it um, like Rye now? Yeah, it's like, it's, in one way, it's bigger than Rye, but in another way, it's not as big as Rye, because Rye is a different, totally different kind of music. So you measure it in a very different way, but... Um, yeah, I think Rise is probably bigger now. Yeah. And that's taken nine nice. years. I've been managing Rye for nine years now, so that's taken that long to get to this point. Yeah, and his most what his most popular song is Berlin, right? Berlin and only are the two most popular songs he's got at the minute, yeah. Because <laughs> only was that it was turned into a TikTok sensation, didn't it? Yeah. And then that made that really popular. Yeah. Um, but those are the two, really. Yeah. I got my um, platinum disc in the post the other day for Berlin. I'm trying to work out to hang it in my house or hang it in the office. Mm, probably the office. I think probably the office. Because it can't, like, break... In yeah, the house. good point. That's a good point. No, it, it can't break in the office. So. Yeah, no, you've not. You, I've been asking some good questions, Mr. M. 
and um, I think you're maybe you should uh, get into this more. Maybe you should start a podcast and interview your friends. Now you've got a Zoom account. They probably won't want to do that. Mm, some may. Some may, or maybe not your friends, maybe some other people that you know. Who knows? No, no pressure, just thinking aloud. Uh, so that's a brief history of my musical life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I made my made my name in techno and house and have now moved on to other things. Yeah, I mean, there's not much for me to talk about because I've been alive for 11 years. So. Yeah, well, they were a good 11 years, mate. I've enjoyed them. There's plenty more to come. Um, all right. Uh, what else would you like to talk about? How long has this podcast been going for so far? I started it, in, well, it started in a lockdown thing, but we did the Swoo show first, F and I, do you remember? The Leon yeah, and that's... Swoo. And then I got a bit bored of that. Um, so I thought I'd just do my own thing and do some talking. So I think the first one is probably January 2021. I think we have covered everything. I think we've covered everything. All right. All right, in a bit. In a bit. Here we go. Hi. You think anyone's even going to listen to this? Well, anyone want to find out, no.